Welcome to GenCast, a sponsored podcast series brought to you by Genetic Engineering and Biotechnology News. I'm your host, Jeff Bukaliskis. While the scientific community might be a lot bigger than your average village, the commitment to helping your fellow researchers advance the field at large has always been a cornerstone of science, much in the same way people help their neighbors. While this ideal is something that the MLab Collaboration Center's team at Millipore Sigma take very seriously, how do you provide help to the members of your biomanufacturing community during a global pandemic that forces people to distance themselves as much as possible? Thankfully, the MLab Collaboration Centers embrace technology and harness its power to connect those in need of assistance for their bioprocessing challenges. In this GenCast, our panelists will talk about the challenges they faced in the process of evaluating single-use technologies for some of their capital projects at Pfizer. Additionally, our panelists will describe how virtual tools allowed for productive collaborative efforts to address critical single-use questions. Let's meet them and hear about their struggles and successes. Welcome, everyone, to this GenCast. We have a couple great presenters here today to talk about some single-use technology remote demo work that they've done. So let's meet our panelists for today's GenCast and learn a little bit more about them. Hi, Jeff. I just want to thank you for having us on the podcast today. My name is Amy Newell, and I'm a chemical engineer by background. I currently work as a customer project manager at Pfizer Global Supply in Kalamazoo, Michigan. I've been with the company for about three years now. Hi, Jeff, and thank you for having me on the podcast today. It's my first, and I'm excited to be here today. My name is Kenny Miller, and I'm a single-use technology expert, and I work within the MLab Collaboration Center Network. Part of my role is to educate and bring awareness of our single-use technology to end users. I've been doing this for about 10 years, and I love what I do. Great. Thanks, guys. Welcome. So the first question, I think, Amy, we're going to start off with you. Maybe you could tell us a little bit more about the projects you're working on and why you approach the team at the MLab Collaboration Centers for support. Absolutely. Our site is currently working on quite a few capital projects, and we were interested in evaluating some single-use applications that we don't currently use for production. Just for example, we have a lab-scale single-use mixing vessel on site. However, we were looking at vessels that are roughly 15 to 20 times larger than the lab scale that we could potentially use for some of the projects that we have coming up. Since our site isn't accustomed to working with such large-scale single-use vessels, we had quite a few questions just related to the general operability of these units. Originally, we had wanted to do, you know, like a hands-on demonstration or similar to a prototype testing of the vessels. However, due to the travel restrictions from COVID-19, we were forced to find alternative methods to complete our initial evaluation. Fortunately, I was able to get in contact with Kenny and his team at the M-Lab, and they were able to help us out given the predicament we were in. Kenny, can you tell us more? Thank you for that, Amy. Ideally, it would have been great to have you and your team visit the MLAC Collaboration Center located in Burlington. I know from experience there's value in a face-to-face -face meeting and live demonstration of the equipment. As a collaboration center, we strongly encourage the end user to assist with the demonstration of the equipment, almost like a training. Like you mentioned, with hands-on with the equipment, you would get a feel for the handling, installation, and operation of the equipment, components, and single-use assemblies. But as you mentioned, however, due to the COVID-19 pandemic and travel restrictions, we really needed to find and adopt a proper technology to help bring an in-lab collaboration center to you. Obviously, with the pandemic and the environment that we're in currently, you face some pretty interesting challenges. So since you couldn't do the face-to-face -face demo at the M-Labs, what was your workaround? 
That's a great question, Jeff. You know, in the past, we've used a smartphone to record or use a live video to help answer questions or troubleshoot something with the equipment. But with Pfizer, it was totally different. The scope of their project and number of attendees, we needed to use a better interfacing technology for a virtual tour of the NLAC Collaboration Center. And we found that with Microsoft Surface Hub. Microsoft Surface Hub allowed us to stream a clear live video and audio of the Singus engineer, demonstrating the equipment, characteristics, components, and Singus assembly. With a large group of Pfizer attendees on the virtual call, Amy, I think it was something like 30 people or so from different backgrounds and expertise. We had a team of subject matter experts on the virtual call answering different types of questions with hardware, software, application, quality, validation, regulatory, and so on. Amy, can you share your thoughts and overall experience with the virtual tour of the MLab and maybe speak to the different groups from Pfizer on the virtual call and what was their overall takeaway? Did they get a clear understanding of the equipment and characteristics and operation? Absolutely. As I mentioned before, our team was really wanting that hands-on experience with the technology that the MLab could offer. But given the circumstances and just echoing what Kenny said previously, we knew that we had to adapt. When the MLab actually proposed doing this remote demonstration or virtual tour, as we called it, with their service hub and portable camera, our team was extremely eager to give it a try. So we didn't stall our evaluation process. Once the virtual tour was scheduled, word spread pretty much like wildfire across not only the Kalamazoo Pfizer site, but additional sites within the network and including some of those overseas as well. We had quite a bit of curiosity generated from this opportunity, and many people were very interested in attending. And like Kenny mentioned, we had just a variety of different backgrounds and disciplines that were able to call in and join us in this experience. Thank you for that, Amy. I mean, obviously, having a virtual tour, you get a better appreciation of everything versus looking at a data sheet with pictures and specifications. You get a better feel or sense of the size of the equipment when you're watching someone interact with it, right? Yep, I couldn't agree more. These are some really great workarounds that you have and some really interesting challenges that you face. And I think others in the space have faced like this. And our audience is really interested in these circumstances. So thanks for sharing that with us. What do you think your takeaways from this experience would be? And what would you say the next steps are? Uh, that's a great question, Jeff. You know, the goal of the virtual tour in the MLAC Collaboration Center was to introduce our single-use technology to help answer questions. This provided an alternative solution given the COVID-19 pandemic and travel restrictions, but this was just the first step with many more steps to come. Amy, I hope you found the virtual tour in the MLAC valuable. We, as the MLAB Collaboration Center, take great pride in collaborating with Pfizer and providing key resources from the MLAB network to help you become successful. I really hope when this COVID-19 pandemic is over, you and the Pfizer team visit us in the MLab to get a full experience of what we have to offer. What do you think, Amy? You ever been out to the Boston area? Something we can possibly accomplish in the future? We'd love to have you come out and test drive our single-use technology and equipment. Yeah, that sounds like an awesome plan to me, but just echoing what you were saying, Kenny, you can never replace that face-to-face and hands-on experience when it comes to evaluating decisions like this. But this was an awesome way to kick off the conversation. It allowed my team to get some of their technical questions answered using that real-time demonstration, which was pretty neat. In addition, this gave people outside of the immediate Kalamazoo site an opportunity to participate, which might not have happened had we only sent a small group from Kalamazoo to the MLab. It was pretty cool to see how many people from so many different sites and locations be able to join us in our virtual tour. And I know after the real-time demonstration, we had an awesome response and positive feedback from the Pfizer side. The biggest takeaway for me has definitely been how this virtual collaboration just highlighted the importance of network-wide communication. This was a pretty cool experience, and we will definitely implement this method of working in future projects and designs moving forward. 
Well, guys, thanks for sharing this information with us today and with the Gen audience. Like I said, so much of our audience is really working in this space and has probably faced a lot of similar challenges like you guys have. So hearing how others have got around these issues and found solutions to these problems is really helpful. So again, we thank you for joining this GenCast today. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. Thanks for listening to GenCast. For genetic engineering and biotechnology news, I'm Jeff Wigaliskas.